My name is Jamie Piles. I joined Samaritan in December of 1996. We were homeschooling our kids and we were already thinking outside the world's box, if you will. And I saw a little tiny classified ad about this new kind of idea I'd never heard of before. My first reaction was, that's the kind of thing that we would do, isn't it? And so I finally called the number, talked to them, and the more I asked them questions, the more I liked their answers. Hey y'all, it is conference week yes, for Tom Cross Politic. Yeah. We boy. are leaving, well, probably by the time the show airs, we're we're in the air. <laughs> right now, <laughs> right you might be seeing us, but we're flying. We're flying <laughs> to our conference. Excited to be there. Can't wait for you guys to be there. Uh, make sure you check out, uh, we're going to drop just a little three minute, four minute um, uh, episode, show, whatever you want to call it. Just kind of talking about memo. the agenda. A memo. A memo. A memo. Talking about the agenda of the conference. So make sure you don't miss that either. Um, we'll get you all the details. And then go to fightlifeeast.com to check out uh, also the schedule and more details and everything. All right. I'm going to read this thing. I don't know what it's about. Well, this is this is all we the wanted. The power of we the wanted- gospel. Oh. The power of the gospel. Is this what I'm supposed to read? Okay, you can read that one too. The power okay. of the gospel. I mean, I love the gospel. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm not going to say no. I mean, I'm really excited to read it. I just don't know. <laughs> I've never read this before. The power of the gospel is such that even the smallest mustard seed can grow into the biggest tree in the garden. That's true. It's in the Bible. The humblest of beginnings can yield the largest results as God's grace grants it. We are Trinity Reformed Evangelical Church, a hey. CREC church plant in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey. Hey, check it out, you guys. Trinity Reformed Evangelical Church, a new CREC church plant in Jacksonville, Florida, and you, yes, you, it says that, are invited to our humble beginning, a psalm sing and Sabbath dinner. Oof, yes. So come sing God's word with us, enjoy a fine meal, and learn more about the desire to see a CREC church planted in Jacksonville, Florida. Join them October 14th, RSVP, through their Facebook page, Trinity Reformed Evangelical Church. Uh, so look that up, Jacksonville, Florida. It's on Facebook. Or through email, uh, jacks, J-A-X-C-R-E-C plant, jacks, plant at gmail.com. Awesome. We can't wait to see you there. Of course, by we, I mean they. But yes. you should definitely well, go. We, want we would love to be there. Yeah, yeah, I'd love, love to be there. Yeah. Now, with our annual Fight Life Feast conference taking place next week, we'd like to take a moment to thank... Um, all those who are sponsoring yeah. this year's yes. event. So, just buckle up. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Heritage Defense, New St. Andrews College, yep. Roman Roads Press, yep. Accountable to You, Olive Tree Bible Software, Give, Send, Go, LLC, Stand With Warriors, Samaritan Ministries, Ezra Institute, T-Rex mm-hmm. Arms, GFA World, Canon Press, Coble, I don't even know what that is, Maddox, let me know what that is. Sovereign Financial, Huguenot Heritage, NRB TV, Covenant Recruiter, Lore TV, Page 50, Red Balloon.work, Brave Books, Dead Man Walking Podcast, Westminster Effects, Liberty Coalition, Pax Mail, Chattanooga Software Center, Adoring God Foundation, Landmark Events, Inc., Sales Nexus uh-huh. LLC, Pango Media, Naganos. I don't know what that is. Nogginos <laughs> Press. <laughs> Rowdy Christian Merch. Sing Your Part. Kingdom Come. Greyfriars Hall. The Nine Minds Group. Alps Precious Metals. Forge Press. Abortion Free. Operation Save America. There you go. 
takes wow. a lot of people to run a conference. That's, that's yeah. a, so those are all the vendors yeah, that are going to be booth in there. So big, big thanks to them, and make sure you sh- um, that you know if you're there, go to them. Yeah, yeah. or just look them up. Um, yeah. Robert Bortons is with us now. He's the CEO of Classical Conversations, which since his assumption to the role <laughs> sounds like he's the Pope has <laughs> grown more than three hundred percent. He's an author and speaker with the mission of knowing God and making Him known. Robert, Amen. Thanks for coming back on the show. Thank you, and uh, maybe more theologically sound than the Pope these days. I hope so. I hope so. Maybe. That's not very hard, Robert. Maybe. I mean, that's a low bar. <laughs> what kind of homeschooling did you have? <laughs> Robert, uh, you just launched recently a brand. I think this is pretty new. I just, just heard about it today, actually. Um, a, a Declaration of Educational Independence, where you can find it at educationalindependence.net, educationalindependence.net. Net, what is the Declaration of Educational Independence and why do we need it? Yeah, the Declaration of Educational Independence is an opportunity to uh, educate our children in a way that we see fit without the government getting involved. And the reason that we needed to put this vision out there is because there are so many part of the conservative and GOP movement who want us to subjugate ourselves to the state and take state money. Mm -hmm. And we believe that... uh, Government funding of school choice is uh, not a biblical uh, worldview, but there are many Christians who've embraced it because they haven't heard a better vision. And so we wanted to put a better vision out there and say that, hey, we're not alone. You're not the only one who thinks this way. And so uh, that's uh, really go see. Uh, it's all about paying for yourselves and paying for your neighbors and uh, being uh, biblically sound and how we educate our kids. Because you know, one of the Ten Commandments is thou shalt not steal. And if the very first thing you're doing to educate your children is stealing, oh. um, you're not going to achieve a very uh, positive educational outcome. Wait, 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 wait. Who's stealing from who? Yeah. What were you talking about? Well, well so you uh, vote the government in to steal from your neighbors to pay for your kids' Christian education because uh, you know, you're you not going to steal from them directly. I see. How does that work exactly? It's called generally called property tax um, and uh, other taxes. But uh, so there's this big thing about universal school choice. And I'd love to share a quick three minute speech that that I gave at a conservative policy group that we're involved in. And they were having this big um, event to promote school choice Uh, was a big part of their conference. And of course, they had about two hours worth of speakers promoting it, uh, and I had an opportunity to speak for about three minutes, yeah. and I was wondering, uh, I'd like to share that with you all right now. Oh. Gabe, what this hey. means is don't interrupt hey. him. Hey, That's absolutely. why he said, hey, just and, get your yeah, organ I'm ready. dropping bombs. Yeah. Get your yeah. dropping bombs. All right, I okay. got We're ready. Go for it, Robert. All right, so uh, my friend Rachel, who works for us in Arizona, she does not take this neoliberal ESA money because we do not let our Christian leaders take stolen funds. And she was recently talking to a homeschooling mom in Arizona who is super excited about the $7,000 a year that she's getting for her kids because she was telling Rachel that she used to have to work part-time in order to be at a homeschool. And so she would have to call her aunt up and her aunt would come over to her house and watch her kids while she went to her part-time job in order to be able to afford to homeschool. And Rachel, who's trained in the classical tools of learning and uh, rhetoric, said, let me make sure I'm understanding what you said. You used to have to pay for your kids' education through hard work and support of your family, but now you rely on the government. 
Her friend's <laughs> eyes got wide as she realized what she had done. Now, I want to make sure that you understand that when has a conservative government put forth welfare, government subsidies as a principle? And I want to look at the Bible real quick. So first, think about the Old Testament and the Israelites. They're fleeing uh, Rome or they're fleeing Egypt. And what were they doing? They wanted to go back. They wanted to go back to the slavery of Egypt because they had security and had the government paying for their things. Now we have conservative leaders saying that we need to have the government security of our tax dollars when we've broken free from that and have been paying for education ourselves already. Uh, and you remember when Jesus was approached and he said, you know, they attacked him like right now we have to walk one mile because of the Romans telling us to, what should we do? And Jesus replied, walk a second mile. And so this was really a, an attack on the Jewish identity, saying that they weren't uh, belonging to Christ or they weren't belonging to God, that they really belonged to Rome. And so when Christians pay for our own child's education, we are saying that our identity is in Christ alone and not in the government. And when we ask our neighbors to pay for our children's Christian education, well, who does that sound like we're behaving? That sounds like we're behaving like Romans. You know, God promised that he is our king, that he's going to take care of all of our needs. In Hebrews 13, 5, it says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And Jesus also gave us the parable of building on the sand versus the person who builds on the rock. And we know building institutions on government funding is building on the sand. Why should conservatives waste their time advocating for that? We should choose instead to build on the rock. Universal basic education income is not a conservative policy. It is a neoliberal policy. Mm. Just wait for Amazon, Disney, Microsoft, and Apple to start buying up all these private schools and implementing their ESG goals into them. Wait until communist China starts buying up the schools. Oh, wait, they are already doing that. Mm. And so I invite you to fulfill the command God gave us in Ephesians 4.28. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Anyone in need. So join our movement by going to educationalindependence.net. I urge you to sign up for this platform. I urge you to reject universal school choice paid for by taxes collected through extortion of your neighbors. And I'll leave you with this familiar verse, Joshua 24, 15. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And so, you know, I had three minutes, but uh, got got really good applause. And, you know, I really think that as Christians, we need to be advocating that we pay our own bills and not advocating for the government to do it on our behalf. Robert, you said... You said you got really good applause, but how many people actually care to do anything about it? I mean, I notice here in, sure. the, in the endorsement section, the the, um, the signed endorsement co-signer section, you have uh, Susan Shooter, who is Arizona Department of Ed, formerly Arizona Department of Ed, and so she worked for Arizona Department of Education, and yep. now she's signing this stuff. I mean, like, how real is this conviction? Yeah, so for her, she's a person who tried to go into the system and reform it, and now she writes on how it's not reformable and how Christians need to build their own systems outside of it. 
Oh wow! <laughs> nice. That's a good answer, but <laughs> Robert. I, so so I mean, we have to cast a better vision for everyone, and you know, it's just the beginnings of this educational independence. Um, but I did have a number of people who said, you know. I've changed my mind on this, that this is something that I can no longer support. So we've got to get out the word because if Republicans are buying welfare votes and Democrats are buying welfare votes in our country, then we are not going to have a lot of success going forward in establishing uh, biblical principles of economics in our in our country when both sides are bribing everyone with our own tax dollars. Robert, what do you do with the argument that a lot of people are saying that, um, well, Actually, this is my money, and I'm just trying to use my money that they're that they're taking. Sure. Well, most uh, Brian Ray is going to be coming out with a study. Uh, average person in the United States is going to pay about fifty five thousand dollars in taxes that go to schools in their lifetime. And if you're taking part of school choice, uh, a lot of these policies would pay out nearly half a million dollars over a kid's lifetime. So you're actually taking four hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars from your neighbors. Uh, so it's not just you're not just none of these policies put forth are just giving you your own money back. They're all taking from your neighbors. Yeah, that's right. uh, so that would be the the big thing. Um, one of the things I want to share with you there during one of the sessions was this conservative leader uh, was asked a question uh, from a school who said, you know, I'm opening up a new school this year. How should I set up my finances? Because, you know, we're just one election away from me having to, you know, fire all these teachers and close the schools down if I'm just using all of this ESA money to pay for it all. And she said, you need to get people addicted to the money so that it becomes politically impossible to vote these funds away. Oh. oh. So a conservative leader, uh, her husband's in Congress, you know, probably a congressman most of us would agree with 90% of what he's saying up there. But she's out there advocating that we get um, American citizens addicted to welfare so that they can't get these policies removed. What? And hey, we're $33 trillion in debt as a nation. So, <laughs> of course, this is why it happens. Now, maybe maybe you have a good reason, but why are we not naming this leading conservative woman? Well, you know, it's a private event, so I don't want to uh, to, to give out the names. But there's 300 people at part of this uh conservative group and they're you know the people you see on fox news as commentators not the you know tv people themselves but the you know they're usually there at these events so oh, it's uh um, it's uh but it is kind of a secret group that uh just tries to get together to push specific agendas and robert you know we agree with 90 percent of it but not this 10 percent. robert um it makes me a, question the, the other 90 percent though yeah right what what, <laughs> yeah. what um you know, one of the things that's frequently um, thrown at us, and I think it's kind of what you're getting at, but there's just no alternative vision offered. And yes. and so um, I've I've raised concerns. We've talked to you before about my major concerns with ESAs and school choice and all the rest of yeah. it. Um, I, and my question is, is in addition to just sort of raising a flag and saying, let's not go back to Egypt. Let's not, right. let's not have the government um, pay, uh, you know, take, take money from our neighbors to pay for our kids' education. Um, is there any... Do you have any goals legislatively um, to try to um, dismantle um, the current um, machine? Yeah. So I think, you know, the first goal right now is to not drive the car off the ledge yeah. and, and stop these terrible things. So if you live in Texas, call your legislators and tell them to vote no on school choice in the special election. But uh, the other thing is to sh show, show away. So we actually partnered with uh, one of your sponsors, 
uh, like give, send, go to yeah. start a scholarship mm. funds. Uh, we have, uh, I'm sure ACCS schools have scholarship funds. Uh, there's a Vela fund. That's a bunch of private money that's raised to start private schools. So there's plenty of money out there, but we got to tell churches like churches, you should have a fund for Christian education. Yes. Churches, you yeah. need to be starting private schools or helping other private Christian private schools be successful or homeschools. Um, you know, our church is a member of the CREC. We have a Christian education fund. We have a three day a week university model homeschool. We have a CC co-op. We have enrichment classes the other day. So, you know, almost every single day wow. there is Christian education going on at our church. We're not a rich church. Uh, we have about 250, 200 members. Uh, probably the average age is about 10, very military heavy, but I think exactly zero of our students go to public school. Every single one of them is getting a Christian education. And so until pastors have that vision and say, okay, now here's how to plug in. This is how you do it. And we got to demand that as, you know, members of our church, you know, talk to your, you know, pastor, talk to your elders. Do you guys have a Christian fund? If not, they need to get one started and start funding it because sending, uh, allowing your congregation to send your kids to the godless uh, public schools is not a winning formula for Christians. And if we see that through all the statistics. I just finished reading uh, with the guys at our church, um, uh, an essay by R.L. Dabney um, on secular education. And he said, he called this in the 1880s. In 1880, he he said, um, Christians need to prepare themselves um, for all catechisms, Bibles, and prayers to be driven out of um, the public schools. Um, because he, he saw the writing on the wall, he says, "If, if we have a a, a, seen, yeah. a government that is um, is officially um, sort of secular, um, right? E- even if it has some allegiance to to, to a, you know Christian God, um, mm-hmm. generally, um, the way America was set up, it was set up to be divided. We didn't want to establish church, but but that right. meant that that um, it, it there was no way for this um, this government entity that is now officially non sectarian, right." to then be involved in education and it not become um, anti-Christian, which is what it's exactly what it's become. Um, I also, I was just thinking about um, Knox, your, your question a minute ago about, you know, um, tax dollars. Yeah. I, I would love, and Robert, I'm curious your thoughts on this. I would love to see um, somebody run a school choice bill that is simply me not having to pay taxes into a school program that I don't want to support me being able to keep my tax dollars and spend them on the Christian education I want. That's not stealing. That's that's, me, just, that's, yeah. that's making the government that's stop actually stealing. Not stealing. I'm, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah, there's more conversations. I mean, there's more conversations of that going on in some of these think tanks because they do see a lot of the dangers with ESAs, and they're really just trying to get rid of, give stick it to the teachers' unions. But every time that they pass one of these bills, actually give more money to the teachers' unions right. at the same time. <laughs> and yeah. um, they're actually... So, so this doesn't make any sense. Uh, you've already got all these people who have exited the system and now they're just bringing them back in. And I think about too, like you guys might've heard of uh, the Mikey family from Germany. They've been in the U S now for yeah. 15 years. They're homeschoolers. They government they was threatening Germany. their kids, yeah. right? They had to flee Germany, yeah. but guess what? In Germany, they have robust school choice. Uh, they will pay for your kids to go to a private school that's sanctioned by the government. Right. Um, so we've already seen that other countries have established school choice and the government just uses that to take control of the private institutions over time. Just talk to Canada, Um, talk to Canadians. But the the reason why those families here in America is because homeschooling is illegal in Germany. Right. 
Right. Yeah. 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 They would take them. Uh, they would take their kids away from them. Uh, you know, I met them in 2012. There's a bill, HR 5423, which you can ask your congressman to support, which will allow them to remain uh, you know, in the United States on asylum. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when the government pays for everything, then they have the right to control it. And yeah, they're not going to attach any strings. And, you know, people say, well, I'll stop taking the money when the strings, you know, get removed. But I mean, that's really happened about zero times in the history of man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, you might be the first. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's happened once or twice. No, but no. in reality, that doesn't happen. You just Jay, end up compromising. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually um, this is why you guys need to have relationships with your local legislators, because one of the things I'm trying to run, I'm trying to get my legislators to do is run a bill where if a family opts out of the public school education system, they just keep the portion of their property taxes that would have gone to public schools. Yeah. And so you could use it for your own educational right. purposes. So yeah, you, it I doesn't see that. it doesn't get cycled in. I, I, w- uh, I wish. Hey, that. Robert, it's a, it's a great. It's, it's I'm trying to end the socialism side of it. Um, the question I had for you, Robert, was Reverend Alan Mashburn. He's yes. running for candidate, lieutenant governor in North Carolina. He can't be popular if he's signing this stuff. <laughs> you know, he's uh, he's running a pretty good campaign. He's definitely not going to be the Raleigh uh, person that. Uh, you know, the big money's backing, but he believes that uh, we should live based on biblical principles and that, wow. uh, you know, he Fantastic. would like to see, um, you know, school choice like you talked about that uh, is true choice and not uh, socialistic redistribution of wealth. So, um, you know, I think uh, this it's not going to be, uh, you know, sometimes you don't run on the most popular thing. You try to run on the right thing. And so that's why I'm happy to support him. Hey, Robert, give everybody the website again. They can go to to sign this declaration. Yeah, so the website is educationalindependence.net. We're not going to sell your information. Uh, We're not going to be bothering you, but we're just trying to gain this uh, wave of people, of these influencers who are going to say, you know, the Bible commands us to pay for our own education. uh, And that's how I'm going to live my life. Mm. Robert, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate your time, man. God bless. Thanks. We'll see you at the conference. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. All right. See you there. Classical Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. They provide a classical Christ-centered curriculum, local like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and they train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit their website today at classicalconversations.com. Again, that's classicalconversation.com also is this another one it's another one there's another new crec church and hey. wow there's two crec church ads in the same show whitestone church in niagara will be Ooh. having its inaugural service on sunday october 29th okay i'm gonna read that one more time we got whitestone church in niagara will be having its inaugural service on sunday october 29th service starts at 10 30 a.m with the 10.30 a.m. with a meal to follow. Address is 76 Ridge Road, West Grimsby. You have no excuses. You've got the address. The, the Canadians the can see the whites of CREC eyes yeah, coming can. into Canada. Wow. You know what I'm saying? For more information, you can contact <laughs> CREC Niagara at Proton.me. CREC Niagara at Proton.me. Or call 416-419-3813. Or you can find them on Facebook at Whitestone. Church of Christ, C-R-E-C. There you go. Um, so, Gabe. Yeah. Uh, did you get the website up and running that you were supposed to get running? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not.
We have too many things on Julio's yeah. plate right now. But, I mean, it's and then he went soon, on vacation. Right? Yeah, yeah, very okay. soon. Yeah. Pretty soon. First of all, I just want to say thank you to all our pub members. Thank you so yeah, much. Yes. Uh, and pretty soon, if you want to support the pub and what we do here at this particular show, you'll be able to go to flfpub.com. Yep. FLFPUB.com. That is coming soon, right? Like yeah. in the well, next I mean, week. I think you go on the website and do it right now. We're just going to get a nice, smaller, it's shrunken gonna, link. Okay, but, this, but see, see so how we got that already. all cleaned up? FLFPUB. Yeah, yeah. FLFPUB.com. Yeah. And that's where you sign yeah. up. That's, gonna, that's yeah. where so we're going to be. You can also go to fightlifefeast.com and then click on the links to get there. But we're going to shorten link to help FLFPUB is, by the way, that's that's the club. That's the cross politics Fight Life Feast Club. And that's where that's how you support us. Um, that's how you help us continue doing what we're doing. Right. Um, you get access to conference talks, um, a bunch of other projects we're working on. And there's other ways. I mean, that's the main way to support us. Yeah, but yeah. don't forget, your social media engagement, yeah. your comments there, your yeah. likes there, your when shares there. When you there, share a show. That it, it really does. That's, that's like, that's worth. A huge impact. A lot. Yeah. So, all right. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until later this week, you'll see a lot more of us. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. I'm David Reese, Chief Executive Officer of Armored Republic. We've been around for over a decade, serving you now, trying to provide tools of liberty to free men to be able to resist tyrants and criminals to the honor of Christ. And we've created a lot of content to help you to understand products, to help you to understand how bullets get stopped, and you've seen a lot of cool things. But we've decided it's time to share some of what we have internally. A lot of people ask us what it is that we're about, what it is we're trying to accomplish, and the name captures what we're trying to accomplish. Armored Republic is the idea that we want to see our republic armored. We want it to be hardened. We want it to be defensible. We want to guard, watch, keep, preserve, maintain the things that have been attained to. And so guarding that is a part of this armoring. We believe that if we can provide armor to you, if we can equip you, if we can give you knowledge, if we can help you to resist the nonsense that's dominant in the spirit of the age, and if you have all of that, we've equipped you with tools of liberty. Tools of Liberty includes intellectual ammunition. It includes the skill to be able to resist. It includes body armor itself, plate carriers, belts, IFACs to be able to heal up, stitch up, to be able to stop the bleed. Right? These are the things that we're trying to get to you. Now, as we think about that, a part of what's happened is there's, there's, there's sort of this, this, this sense in which there's a feeling of the tearing of the fabric of society. And so people don't know what it is that they should be doing. They don't know what to do, what to guard, where, where to gather. We want to encourage you to be able to gather free men who know what liberty is, who know that liberty is not a license to do wickedness, but it is the power to do righteousness in the face of, of tyrants and criminals. It is the ability to say no, and it's the ability to say yes to the right things. It's the ability to build. You need sword and trowel. You have to be able to put things together. So what we're trying to do now is trying to communicate more and more what it is to armor the Republic. And in addition to that, what is the Republic that we're guarding and trying to build? Republic's not just another word for democracy, which is the rule of the people. The rule of the people is, is, is two wolves and a sheep voting who's for dinner. If you, if you have a pure democracy, all you're gonna do is vote on who to kill, and you're gonna vote on whose wallet to pick. That's not what America is about. America is a republic if we can keep it. The Constitution attempts to capture the God-given rights that we receive as a heritage. It recognizes them. It does not give them. It does not grant them. But it rather establishes a clear public recognition of the rights that we have. What we are trying to do is to help to educate and strengthen 
and unite a movement to see that liberty does not perish from the land. This is Armored Republic, and in a republic, there is no king but Christ.